Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our 5 p.m. service. I hope you guys are safe at home. I hope you guys are excited for the word. So you guys can actually uh, move away the things, the distractions, so that you can focus on the word today. My name is Pastor Francis, and as we go through the text, uh, I, I hope you know that we are still in the same series entitled The Gospel Explained. But before we get into the word, one of the discussions that I have with some of my very good friends, actually my high school friends, best friends, were about the things that we want during this pandemic. I realized that it's safer that we are at home. It's safe to be at home. We are physically safer to be at home. But it's not safe for our wallets. For some reason, there are a lot of things that we want to buy during this pandemic. And one of the things that my friend sent me, uh, his name's Leslie, he sent me this. I think you can relate to this. It says, go on, buy it so you can stop thinking about it. How many of you can relate to this? If that's you, just type in the chat box, that's me. A lot of things we want to buy during this time, especially when you're stuck at home. You want to change this, you want to change that, you want to sell this, you want to sell that. And I know that as we want more things, this is what I'm going to share with you. You know, when we talk about the things that we want, the first thing that you have to remember is we consume and then eventually we are consumed. Am I going to preach about shopping? Am I going to preach about stuff? You know, it's only my introduction. Uh, according to this um, guy, his name's Frederick Douglass. He was one of the slaves in the 1800s. He was able to escape. And because he was able to escape, he actually devoted his life to speak against slavery. And this is what he said. I didn't know I was a slave until I found out I couldn't do the things I wanted. You know, first we consume. And then eventually we get consumed until... We don't know how to get away with it. Or we don't know how to get away from that situation of being consumed. You know, to be a slave is a person who is forced to obey. And that is our preaching for today. You know, Paul tells us that who we obey is we are slaves to that. And that's why he shares that in verse 16 of Romans 6. We are still in the book of Romans, and we will go through the last part of Romans 6. He said here, Paul says here, Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? Think about it today. Whatever we decide to choose, eventually we become slaves to it. Paul was emphasizing two kinds of masters as we unpack several verses as we go through how he explains what it is to be slaves to sin versus to be slaves to Christ. And that's why as Paul explains this, you know what he does? He actually uh, explains it this way. He's going to share to us the pros and cons. How many of you do that in your personal lives? You weigh it. You check what are the advantages. And so if that's you, and it, by the way, if it's your first time today, we'd like to chat with you. So if it's your first time, please chat there in our Facebook Live. Just say hi so that we can connect with you. How do we choose which master to obey? That is our discussion for today. And so as Paul unpacks, we will see what are the pros and what are the cons. We start with verse 20. It says, For when we were slaves of sin... You were free in regards to righteousness. Paul emphasizes this, that number one, we were once, ibig sabihin nun, no? Past na yan. 
So He reminds us that we should not focus on the life before because we are already free today. This is what we preached last week. That sin has no more power to hold you. That we can actually live our lives with the choice to do what is right. And I hope we go back to that. I hope we still meditate on that truth. But the reality is, the Bible says, even if we have already followed Christ, if even we have received Him as our Lord and Savior, the devil still pulls us back. Sin tries to corrupt us. Sin tries to convince us that the past is still the present. You know, I'm excited that as we go through this chapter or this text, it will actually free us from that wrong mindset about sin, about sin as a master. So what was Paul talking about in this verse, in verse 20? I couldn't understand it myself when I was reading it. And that's why I had to go through different verses or different versions of this verse. In verse 20, in the message version, it says, As long as you did what you felt like doing, ignoring God, you didn't have to bother with the right thinking or the right living or anything for that matter, but do what you wanted. But do you call that a free life? Imagine that. Try to remember the time that it was all about what you wanted to do. You know, I've been praying, Lord, how do I actually explain this? How do I actually preach this? And God is faithful that He has brought me back when I actually first received Him. You, you know, I received the Lord when I was very young. I was 19 years old. That was 2000 the year 2000. And you have to understand, when I, was, uh, and I, when I was 19 years old, I just graduated from college, and I was transitioning now to the life in the corporate world and trying to start my own business, I was very ambitious. You know, there was a point in my life growing up that I said to myself, you know what? Nobody decides what I need to do. Nobody should tell me but myself. It was uh, me convincing myself that I am the captain of my ship. You know, 19 years old was very young. And I could actually do a lot of things that I thought was cool, that I thought that nobody will get hurt anyway. This is how I did my life. Just like what Romans chapter 6, verse 20 says. It says, I felt like doing the things. There was no restriction. There was no things that I didn't... Wala po akong list of what to do and not to do. All I knew is that I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Parang paulit-ulit ako, no? You know, one of the things that I shared to you last week was when I used to smoke. Remember that story? I actually convinced myself that to smoke made me feel good, and not only that, made me look good. Crazy idea, right? I was convinced that I actually looked cooler when I was smoking. You know, I did the things that I wanted to do. It was no, there was no restriction if what I was doing was right or wrong for as long as I did what I felt like doing. Parang, ano, no? Parang feeling ko, there was a space in my life that I was very rebellious. Whatever people would tell me, I would actually do the opposite, and it was a crazy life. And that's why Paul had this question. Sabi niya, but do you call that a free life? Is that a free life? Is that what we call a life to the full? That you can do anything regardless if it's right or wrong? And that's why in the following verse, verse 21, he says this, but what fruit were you getting at? 
But what fruit were you getting at at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? You know, a fruit is the result. Ito yung nangyayari when we do things, no? How many of you here are actually consumed by plants today? Sino dyan yung mga tawag nila, yung mga plantito? Yung sobrang hilig mo ngayon sa plants, no? Yung, for some reason, you now love plants. I want plants. I want more plants. But I realized that, you know, for farmers, it's not how nice the plant looks like, how many leaves does it have, but what matters is what fruits that does it bear. Maganda ba yung prutas na, na, na yield niya? Maganda ba yung prutas na nabubuo nung plant na yon or ng tree na yon? You know, I realized that a lot of things in my life I did wrong that the fruits were not pleasing. Nakakahiya. If it were fruits na physical, I wouldn't want to share it. Why? I've done crazy things. I've done shameful things that I don't want to share that fruit. You know, Sin, as a master, will actually lead you to a life that is not pleasing. Sabi dito, no? the Bible says, aren't you ashamed? Sabi ni Paul. The, the things that we do with sin as a master would actually yield bad fruits. Something that I am not proud of. One of the things that I realized, and I've been contemplating if I will share it to you or not, but I've decided no, this might actually be the turning point of this preaching, this might actually be something that would minister to you. I realized that even though I received Christ as my Savior, I actually realized He was not my Lord. One of the things that I also realized when I was studying this word is this, that as I became a believer, I realized also that I've become a worse sinner than before that I met Christ. You want to know why? You want to know why? Yes, right? Because now I know what I should not do and what I should do. But the reality is, I still choose not to do it. I've done shameful things that I don't want to unearth now. Kumbaga, no, ito yung mga gamit natin na nilagay na natin sa baul na you don't want to be opened anymore and that's why there is freedom in Christ. Shameful things. The first thing I want to share with you is this. Sin as a master leads to shame. The things that will, uh, the fruits that we bear are things that we are not proud of. You know, I've been a very ambitious man at an age of 20. I wanted to start my own business. I wanted to get ahead. And so what did I do? You know what? I burned bridges. Meron ako mga kaibigan na tinalo. Meron ako mga choices that would actually offend people. There were choices that actually compromised my business that I would not only pay the right amount, but I would actually undercut it. If you know what I mean. There were under the table, over the cabinet, beside the chair, everywhere. I did a lot of crazy stuff. Why? Because my focus was to make it big. That was the life of the enemy in my life. Sabi niya, no? Okay lang yan. Okay lang yan, nagawin mo yan. Sabi naman ni Lord, save ka na niya. Basta meron ka ng place sa heaven, you can actually do the things that I tell you to do so that you get what you want in life. You know, I was ashamed of it. You know how I learned that I was ashamed of it? I couldn't actually share those things to the people around me. I was actually hiding myself from Jason as my victory group leader. I wouldn't show up. I was ashamed 
that when they would ask me, oh, kamusta business? I couldn't actually honestly tell them na okay siya. Why? I'm not proud of how I got there. I'm not proud of the things that I have done. You know, to be held by sin, to be a, a, a master, if the sin is the master of your life, you know what? It actually leaves us to a place where we are ashamed of our actions. I also realized this, that I was actually a Sunday Christian. What does that mean? Lord, balik na lang ako sa'yo pag Sunday, magsusorry naman ako sa'yo. Eh. You know, I grew up in this kind of mindset that for as long as I go to church once a week, I confess my sins, I would actually have a clean slate from Monday to Saturday and do, all, do it all over again. Balik na naman ako every Sunday. Lord, sorry. But at the same time, Monday, balik lang ako. I still go back to my old ways. You know, it's still possible. And you, this might shock you. It's possible to be following God today but living a life of sin. It's possible to have that double life. It's possible that you are actually going through this today. Why? Because that's how sin is a master to us. It actually enslaves us. It lies to us. Verse 21, it also ends with this. Sabi niya, For the end of those things are death. Sin as a master leads to death. And so for me, what did I do? It was actually death to some relationships. Meron ako mga tinalo na... Ang iniisip ko, ano, okay lang, basta kumita ako sa ginagawa ko. Na, okay lang, baka hindi na kami friends. Basta I get what I need. It was so selfish. It was all about my pride. It was all about what I wanted in life. And it's sad that I actually burned bridges. Uh, it was death to my integrity. I couldn't face people. I, couldn't, I was not proud of myself. What else? It was death of my freedom. Do you know the feeling that Wherever you go and whatever you do, you feel like somebody is after you. You feel like somebody is going to capture you. You feel like somebody is going to curse you. Why? Because you have done shameful things against them. Death. Sin as a master leads to death. You know, the goal of sin is to shame you and eventually kill you. In a game plan niya. That's what he wants and that's what he is doing until today. Even though he knows na talo na na siya, he actually destroys our game. John 10.10 10 says, The thief has come only to steal, kill, and destroy. He is the master deceiver. You know what he made me accept during the early years of my uh, being a believer? Do you want to know? He actually made me accept this. Okay lang yan, Francis that meron ka naman ang place sa heaven, you can't have victory over your life here for as long as God has saved you, okay na yun. It was a big lie. What he was telling me was to actually live in sin at the same time have God as my master. But it couldn't work that way. It's gonna lead to death, the Bible says. You know, if Paul would weigh the pros and cons of sin as a master. You know, this is the summary. Old master, doomed life. Wala pong kahihinatnan na maganda yun. It's all cons. It's all disadvantage. There's no pros in it to be a, a ma- If sin is the master of your life, wala po tayong makukuha maganda from it. He just tries to actually show us 
that he is worth following. He just try. Uh, he actually, sabi nga, no, I was saying a while ago, he is the master deceiver. What does that mean? It means he deceives us that there are pros in following sin. But the reality is, wala tayong sa kanya. But thanks be to God, not only have we been free from being under the slavery of sin, but God is now leading us. Merong shift, no? Merong change in master. And that's why in verse 22, it says here, But now that you have been set free, Paul emphasizes the current condition. He starts with that word, But now. Can you say that with me? Can you chat with me? Sabi mo, But now. Yon, meron ding nagsabi. But now you have been set free. From what? From sin and be- become slaves of God. The fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end is eternal life. You know, the but now is our current condition. We have been set free. What does that mean? We no longer need to be enslaved by sin. Can I get an amen for that? You know, the question is, what are the fruits? What are the fruits when we start to be slaves to God? What do we produce? A while ago, I was saying, the fruits that I produced were shameful. Kung sa prutas, no, bulok. Walang nakikinabang sa ganong prutas. But thanks be to God that when His Spirit is with us, He changes us. Changes us. Ayan <laughs> naman, no? Lord, thank you that my word will be clear. Okay. So, what are the fruits? You know, Galatians 5 shares to us. The, the fruits of the Spirit. And just like this weather forecast, kita nyo naman, no? Yan, it says here, number one, joy. Alam mo, pag binago ka ni Lord, when you follow God, there is joy in your life. What else? There's love. Come on! If you're single, it's never too late. There's love. What else? There's peace. You know, a lot of us have been looking for peace. But only through God that we can have that inner peace and that peace with Him. You know, the fruits that we produce when we are subjects of God, when, when God is the Lord of our lives, the Master of our lives, what else? It says here, we become to be kind. We become to be patient. Yeah, may goodness, may self-control, may fruitfulness. No? Kita niyo naman yung puno, malago. But not only that, the fruits are something that is good for us. What am I saying? You know, God as a master leads to a transformed life. The question is today, binabago ka pa ba ni Lord? Yeah. If you believe that God is still working in and through you, put a smiley face in our chat box. Now, if you believe that, Lord, bakit ganun wala nang binabago ko? Bakit ganito pa din ako? Put a sad face so that we know who to pray for. God as a master leads to transform lives. God is always changing us to be more and more like Him. I was sharing this to Mitch this, uh, a, while, a few minutes ago. You know, in the corporate world, I've experienced different kinds of bosses. And I would actually categorize them into two types of bosses. And this is the boss. Uh, and I, I, I think you can relate with me. No? If, if you do, just say, yes. No? These are the two types of bosses. Number one, one who is there to prepare you for a promotion and one who is there 
to use you to get his promotion. Again, there are two types of bosses. One who is there to prepare you for your promotion, and the other is there to use you to get his promotion. You know, I hope you know that God, as our master, as our boss, is there to change us. Alam nyo, pag binabago tayo ni Lord, wala naman siyang makukuha sa atin. What can we give God? Really? You know, when we follow Him, it's all for us. It's all for uh, changing us. Why? Because He wants us to be the best that we can be. And that's why the Bible says He wants us to have that full life compared to the other master who actually just uses you. Compared to the other boss who actually just consumes you hanggang pagod na pagod ka na. You know, I'd rather be following someone who cares for me than someone who just wants me uh, dead, just wants to put shame on me. That's why this is the continuation of John 10.10. It says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the word for all of us. Jesus came so that we may have an abundant and full life. Amen? You know, God wants us to have a full life here on earth as it is in heaven. We can actually experience so much of the faithfulness of God even here on earth. And so if the enemy is lying to you that you can actually live your lives with this one sin and he's telling you to do it, okay lang yan, walang nasasaktan, you know what, that's a lie. Because God wants a full life for you. As we continue, it says here, very popular verse, Romans 6, verse 23, the last verse in chapter 6. It says, For the wages of sin is what? Death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ, Jesus our Lord. You know, the old master wants death for us, but the new master wants freedom. You know, the free gift we receive, right? But you know what? That was not free for Jesus. He actually gave so much for us so that we could be free. I want to share with you this story. I think this is my last story. And this is about a young slave girl. I've, I always share this because this encapsulates no, what it is uh, to understand Romans 6.23. It says that there's this young slave woman who was displayed in an area where you get to buy slaves. And there's this young man who was checking them one by one. And this young man actually gazed on this young slave woman. As he stares at her, now, the young man actually goes to the office. Young office, that's where you uh, bid and pay for this young slave. What did she do? She, he actually bought this young slave girl. And so now, as he claims her, nung claim na niya, akala ngayon nung girl, no, parang, naku, ito na naman, kung ano na naman papagawa sa akin, I will do things that I don't want to do, I will be working hard. But you know what the man said? He actually says, this is your manu paper. What is a manu paper? Manu mission, rather. Itong manu mission na to, for as long as you have this paper, nobody can enslave you. What does that mean? The man actually buys her to set her free. And so as the woman, this young slave girl, receives this manu mission paper, she was so confused. Why? Because all her life, she's been a slave. She's been doing things she doesn't want to do. You know what this man says? 
I have bought you to set you free. This young woman says, you've bought me to set me free? She says it again, you've bought me to set me free? You know, the third time she said it, she followed it with this statement. You've bought me to set me free? I will serve you forever. You know, this is what Christ has done for us. He has set us free. And that's why our proper response is, Lord, grabe, you have set me free from that kind of life. I choose to follow you. Even though you don't want me to be a slave, even though the Bible says, I don't know, I no longer consider you a slave, but as, fr- as a friend. You know, this is the life that we have with the Lord. He actually frees us from that slavery. And what? Gives us this new life. We need to choose to shift from the old master to the new master. You know, Walt Disney said this, no? And I was researching, bakit kaya niya sinabi to? He said this, Once a man has tasted true freedom, he will never be content to be a slave. I pray that you will experience true freedom so that you will no longer go back to that life. So that you will be free from the slavery of sin. You know why? Because God has paid the full penalty. God has freed you already. We need to shift to the right master. If you think about it, no, wala pong, hindi dapat sila compare There's no good comparison between sin as a master and God as a master. Why? Because one just wants to use you, but one loves you. Amen? Amen. You know, the old has gone, the new has come. You should never forget that. Imagine this, no? Meron kang boss na nag-resign ka na, lumipat ka na dun sa bago. You know, some of us actually can relate to this because for some reason, your old boss will still call and say, Uy, Francis, gawin mo naman to para sa akin. And ikaw naman, dahil, ah, oh, sige, gawin ko na lang. But you know what? <laughs> He's not your boss anymore. Sin has no longer power over you. Wala na. It's done. It's finished. You have a new master. And so we need to look at sin in a different light. You have to look at sin. It, this is very important. You know, if you look at sin as something that, ah, okay lang yan. Tapos naman yan. You know, it will haunt you, it will attack you, it will lie to you, it will deceive you. And so you have to look at sin as, uh, yung galit ka talaga sa kanya. No? Bakit? Ginamit ka niya eh. You know, sin has been using a lot of you for the, in the past. You know what? It's time that you, have, that you are set free from that kind of sin. It's time that you know who your true master is. You need to choose the right master. Who is the right master? And that is God. You know, God is a master who wants the best for you. God is a master, not only that, who wants to be with you, who wants to have fellowship with you, who wants to change you to be more like Him. Let's choose the right master. Let's choose God today. I'm going to end with this. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible says, it's, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. What does that mean? You know, you have been free by free. You are freed already. And you have to remember, 
there is always that tug of war. Hinihila tayo pabalik. I want you to focus on these two words. Stand firm. Stand firm. Continue to be loyal to one God. Continue to be loyal to the Father. Continue to be loyal to Jesus. You know, sin will only lead to life of shame and eventually to death. But when we go back to God, when we know that He is our Lord and Savior, what happens? He wants the best for you. Not only that, He wants to spend more time with you because He loves you. We need to choose which master. Pros and cons. I believe Paul has unpacked it properly for us. Sobrang linaw. And it's not a choice that we should make. We have made the choice before already. We have accepted Jesus as our Savior. But you know what? Sometimes the problem is we only accept Him as a Savior but not as a Lord. Take this time today and receive God and say, Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my life. Be the master of my life. You know, before we worship, and I'm going to ask Nikki to lead us to worship. You know, only through the power of Jesus that I was able to shift from a life of sin in God as my master. But it starts with us. It starts today with choosing who your master should be. As we worship, I want you to take this time to actually close your eyes and allow God Allow the Holy Spirit to pinpoint probably an area in your life that is not still surrendered to the Lord. Iba pa rin yung master. This is God's time for us. You know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you today, my brother. He wants you to receive that freedom. 